Good morning, good morning. Today is Saturday, the 25th of February. It's currently 54 degrees. It looks like we're going to get to a high of 70 today, and it's going to be cloudy today. And uh, let's uh, ask the Lord's blessing on this time. Heavenly Father, we thank you for being our God, for loving us so much that you would die for us, Lord, that you would adopt us as your sons and daughters into your kingdom. Lord, for all eternity. How amazing that is, Lord. We just ask that you would help us to walk step in step with you, Lord, as you lead and guide us. Lord, we ask for your direction, your leading. Lord, we ask that you would accomplish your will on this earth. Lord, that you would do as you see fit, that you would execute your plans according to your will. Lord, and use us as you see fit to do the help with Father, provide for us our daily needs, Lord, like you always do, amazingly. Forgive us, Lord. Help us to forgive and lead us not into temptation. Lord, we just ask that you would uh, be with um, Tony, Charlotte, and Michael's son. Just continue to heal him from that surgery. Lord, we lift up Rajesh's mom with asthma. In the hospital, Lord, we just ask for healing there. Lord, uh, I give uh, my brother Steve in the hospital, Lord, we lift him up to you and just ask for strength in his heart, Lord, and just provide uh, for him and his wife, Lord, everything they need. Lord, be with us today as we uh, do the food and clothing handout, Lord, we just ask for uh, it would be a blessing, Lord. Uh, bring your volunteers out, Lord, and bring people out. And just help us to uh, reflect your love uh, to those that are in need. And, Lord, that they would know that this is just uh, meeting a small physical need, but you desire to meet their spiritual needs. And so, Lord, open up our, our minds, our hearts. Uh, to this lesson right now from your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. <coughs> Excuse me. Walking in the Spirit, Galatians chapter 5. It's our text for today. And it's titled, Christ has set us free. For freedom, Christ has set us free. Stand firm, therefore, and do not submit again to a yoke of slavery. Look, I, Paul, say to you that if you accept circumcision, Christ will be of no advantage to you. I testify again to every man who accepts circumcision that he is obligated to keep the whole law. You are served from, you are severed from Christ, you who would be justified by the law. You have fallen away from grace. For though this, for through the Spirit, by faith, we ourselves eagerly wait for the hope of righteousness. For in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision counts for anything, but only faith working through love. You were running well. Who hindered you from obeying the truth? This persuasion is not from him who calls you. A little leaven leavens the whole lump. I have confidence in the Lord that you will take no other view, and the one who is troubling you will bear the penalty, whoever he is. 
But if I, brothers, still preach circumcision, why am I still being persecuted? In that case, the offense of the cross has been removed. I wish those who unsettle you would emasculate themselves. For you were called to freedom, brothers. Only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for the flesh. But through love, serve one another. For the whole law is fulfilled in one word. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. But if you bite and devour one another, watch out that you are not consumed by one another. But I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the desires of the flesh are against the Spirit, and the desires of the Spirit are against the flesh. For these are opposed to each other, to keep you from doing the things you want to do. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. Now the works of the flesh are evident. Sexual immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, fits of anger, rivalries, dissensions, divisions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and the things like these. I warn you, as I warned you before, that those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law, and those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live by the Spirit, let us also keep in step with the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking one another, envying one another. Walking in the Spirit. Walk in the Spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lusts of the flesh. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. Galatians 5, 16 and verse 25. The term walk is used dozens of times in the New Testament to describe the manner of life a person is leading. Many of these occurrences depict the Christian life. Walk in love, walk as children of light, walk circumspectly, Ephesians 5, 2, 8, and 15. In our passage, we are told to walk in the Spirit. Walking is a very insightful description of spiritual life. A walk has begun. A walk has a beginning and a destination. Our beginning was in new birth, born of the Spirit, John 3, 6. Our destination is heaven forever with our Lord and Savior, and thus we shall always be with the Lord, 1 Thessalonians 4.17. A good walk is steady and progressive. We are called to be faithful, well done, good and faithful servant, Matthew 25.21. We are called to press ahead, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead. I press forward to the goal. I press toward the goal. Philippians 3, 13 and 14. In addition, a walk has many potential adventures along the way. We are likely to encounter stretching challenges and paradoxical blessings in tumults, in labors, in sleeplessness, as sorrowful, yet always rejoicing, as poor, yet making many rich, as having nothing, and yet possessing all things. 1 Corinthians 6, 5, and 10. Ultimately, a walk must have an available resource that provides sufficient vitality, strength, guidance, and assurance. 
Here our passage offers such hope through the injunction to walk in the Spirit. Day by day, each step of the way, we are to rely upon the presence and work of the Holy Spirit in our lives. Every issue of life, whether at home, office, school, or church, is to be faced in this manner. Otherwise, the influence of our flesh, other natural humility, will prevail. Our flesh, our natural humanity, will prevail. Walk in the Spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lusts of the flesh. In ourselves, we are not able to overcome the inadequacies and improper tendencies of the flesh. However, the Holy Spirit is more than able to become our sufficient provider of whatever we need for an effective and fruitful walk. This perspective on Christian living makes complete biblical sense. When we connect our daily walk to how we found spiritual life in the first place, if we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. It was strictly by the work of the Spirit that we received life initially. Therefore, let us take each step of life walking in the Spirit. Lord God Almighty, I am so weak and so easily enticed by my, in my flesh. I cannot produce what is needed for the spiritual walk to which I am called. O Lord, I cry out to you for the indispensable work of your Spirit within me. Lord, teach me to walk day by day by the grace that your Spirit alone can provide. Amen. Amen and amen. You guys have an amazing day. And the Lord bless you.